What's up, world? Welcome to another Ankle Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, a.k.a. Farnsworth, and you know I'm joined by my man, Hunter Grand. Owens, what's going on, man? What's happening, people? What's happening? Man, another week we've knocked down. We are here. We had a few games yesterday, you know, to kind of give us a little appetizer, kind of wet, wet my whistle. Right. You know what I mean, give us a little right. appetizer. I was excited. You were excited. We were talking about it all week. Some great things happened yesterday. Some not so great things happened yesterday. It was some ugly yesterday. Yeah, some ugly. Good yesterday, and there was some ugly yesterday. But today, we're going to get into our top 25 wide receivers. We're going to give you some potential breakout players. We're going to give you some sleepers at the wide receiver position. And we're throwing in bonus material. Bonus material. We're going to give you top 10 tight ends. We're going to give you top 10 streaming defenses for week one. Yes, all of that in this episode. This is episode number three of season number two of the glorious Ankle Vitals podcast. Again, I'm going to get this right this time, where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. Man, my mind is going 100 miles an hour. I've got baby Remy behind me. Just had to feed her, and she now she wants to play. She don't want to chill. She wants to play. And so she's behind me. I can kind of hear her a little bit back there trying to talk with her four-month-old self. She's back there trying to talk, so I've got to deal with that. I'm trying to give mommy a break, let mommy sleep a little bit, mm-hmm. get her a little happy in. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Remy's, Remy's kicking it with dad today. So, But we in here doing this, man. This is our favorite pastime. Right, right. <laughs> college football, college fantasy football, the whole thing. Man, I'm ready to jump into this. We got a lot of content to uh, get to. Uh, before we get to all of that stuff, glad to have you back, man. Man, it's glad to be back. I mean, we like I said, went out of town, went to Vegas for a little bit, you know, to kind of recoup, basically, you know, get away, man, and let all this stuff back home go, man. Get refreshed, man, re-energized, you know, and uh, listen to the podcast, man. And I was like, Ah, I left my boy hanging, man. I wish yeah, I was yeah. there. <laughs> hanging to go gamble. <laughs> None of that there, though. No gambling. No, uh, <laughs> well, I lose $5, I'm mad. <laughs> tight. It's tight. Oh, it's mad. It's tight. <laughs> tight. I'm ready to jump into this, man. Top 25 <laughs> wide receivers. Again, then we'll give you some potential breakout players. One of our sleepers. Kind of showed out last night. Sure did. It was kind of kind of showed out last night. And, uh, sure did. Please don't make the mistake of thinking that we saw him play, then put him on the sleeper list. No, this list is old. Yeah, this list is old. We just hadn't had time to come together and record this podcast. Been very, right. very busy with the both right. of us. But we are here now. We are here, and I'm ready to get into this. Top 25 wide receivers. Always, let's go. Number one, we have... David Bell. Bell. How can it not be David Bell from Purdue? Right. Top target in an offense that's pass happy. 
Yes. Last week in a shortened season, a truncated season, he had 53 catches in six games. On 53 catches in six, six games. Game. He is undoubtedly the top target of that offense. The offense evolves around him, works through him. And if you've got him on your squad, you've got to be happy about that because you're never going to be starving for targets. You're never going to be concerned about targets. Right. He is at the wide receiver position, how we say the running back position. You put him in and just let him go. Yep. You put him in and let him go. You really don't concern yourself with him too much because you know that the offense is going to make sure or Jeff Brom is going to make sure he gets the ball. He's going to make sure he gets the ball in this guy's hands. This guy is he is all that and some. He is that dude. Again, touchdown yeah, in every game last year except one. So I mean, every, every time he dropped back to throw, he looked he looked right over there where he at. Let me find yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so fifty-three catches in six games will let you know a lot. A couple that's games with double-digit catches, a couple games with double-digit touchdowns. Again, a touchdown in every game, game except one. He is that guy. Um, yes, uh, that's pretty much all I got to say about. That. I mean, there's not too much you need to say about David Bell. Everybody knows who he is. He's a first-round mm-hmm. pick in just right. about every single draft. Oh, you got anything you want to touch on with David Bell? Man, you said it all. I'm just mad I dropped him a couple years ago. Well, well, last year, I mean, I dropped him last year. You don't need him. I need him. Should have kept him. Dropped him too early. I'm mad. Yeah. But you do have <laughs> number two, though. Traylon Burks, he's dealing with some injuries right now. Yeah. Number two on our list, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Right. Razorbacks. Built like a linebacker, Owens. Man, he's got that's another a good year. Yeah, he's got another year in Kendall Brown's system, of course. By him being a top five receiver, you're looking for a little more consistency out of him. You see the potential there, but you can't help but put that guy this high because of what you know he could do. Right. You know what I mean? What you know he can do. He Again, he's he's great after the catch. Right. Again, built like a linebacker, real stocky, big guy. But the guy he has, he, I mean, he's faster than you think. Right. Has nice little speed on him. Mm-hmm. can get down the field. Uh, he's not so much as just a possession receiver, but the guy, uh, he's 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 got some things under his belt. He's got some things under his belt. Uh, Owens, he got hands. He got hands. You see some of them one hand spectacular grabs the guy make. I mean, the, the guy got hands to go with all this stuff you just said. So, I mean, that's why uh, he's listed where we got him at. You know, he's listed so high, number two. I mean, he's big body, 6'3", like you said, 225. I mean, the guy just, you know, you can pretty much throw it up to him. And you know how they, they say you do with basketball, you know, put your body in front of him, box him out. You know, he's that type of – he got that type of body to where he can just box out the defender and go up and make a play. So, I mean, I pretty much say, hey, man, if he one-on-one, every time he's one-on-one, I would just throw it up to him and let him go get it. You know, because he know how to box. You know how to box the guy out and just go get it. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And he, he it's just like he's going up for a rebound. Yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt about that. Number three, Kayshawn Butte, LSU. Mm-hmm. LSU's been in the news lately. <laughs> you know, in, in our parts, in our parts, <laughs> Trayvon Bradford. There's some some things went on uh, rumors about. You know, there may be some tampering. Right. 
so we shall see about that. But about this, uh, you know, coaches were high on him from the beginning. I remember them talking him up last year. Uh, you know, it, it, it took him a while to get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this offense, he'll shine like a diamond. In this offense, he'll shine like a diamond. They're going to feature him as they should, yeah. as they should, Louis, uh, LSU. Um, the guy has all the talent in the world. Um, super sophomore, no doubt about that. The last game is what has that's that that's what has everybody raving. Mm-hmm. That right there, everybody. I mean, because you, I mean, anytime somebody does go out and does that, you're gonna be looking for the guy. You know what I mean? He had a couple good games before that, but just completely exploded against Ole Miss. Ole Miss is, you know, their defense is uh, wide open. Wide open, they 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 bleed points, mm. they, whatever you want to say. I mean, when they move, they're giving up points, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, he ripped them a new one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, if they if they if they come out on the field, they're giving up points. Oh, yeah, so, oh, and yeah. uh, Arkansas, they had a pretty tough schedule last year, it was a big complaint. Uh, about that last year, they had one of the toughest schedules schedules in the country. Where you know, going with the uh, all conference schedule, they they got pretty much all the heavy hitters over there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tell Tasha I can hear her. Oh no! <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> but while he's handling that, <laughs> while he's handling that, Keyshawn Keyshawn Butte. Uh, uh, a little lighter schedule this time. They, I mean, they do get Florida. Florida's nothing to. Florida is nothing to pretty much write home about. I mean, they have got some great defenders, but they gave up a lot of points last year. Of course, he gets Alabama, and right. Auburn with new coaching staff. But you know, you're focusing on the Alabama game. At least none of those games are in the playoffs, except for a And M. A And M defense is pretty good, pretty stout. But I think he should hold his own in that game. Another one of those guys you stick him in there and just let him go. Right. He has that type of potential. Hopefully, he'll show it here consistently this year. Number five, my favorite player, one of my favorite players in the country, man. One of my favorite players in the country, Owens. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson. Garrett number Wilson. Yeah, number four. Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yes. Favorite wide receivers in football. Smooth as silk. Bad boy. Catches everything. I believe he's the guy in that offense. Some people like Chris Olave. Mm -hmm. I would beg to differ, again, to each his own, uh, just opinions. But I think that Garrett Wilson is the alpha dog in that wide receiver room. I think he has the most talent. Uh, I know he was talking up uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba the other day, but I think Garrett Wilson is the better prospect. I think he has more tools in his arsenal, more weapons right. in his arsenal. Again, I, uh, he's smooth as silk. I like to do wide catch radius. I love it. Owens, what you think about Garrett Wilson, man? Garrett Wilson is a beast. I think, um, you know, if he was on a team to where he was the man, you would see numbers like Boutte's last last game, you know, you said fourteen catches with three hundred some yards. Hey, that that could that could be Gary Wilson. He doing what he doing with Olave over there. You know what I'm saying? Other yeah, other, other receivers. If, so if, if he didn't have all of that other talent 
that they needed to spread that ball around. Right. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, the receiver room is probably the best in the country. Uh, and I don't think that there's an argument. You know, that it's, it's it's so good that one of them left. Yeah. <laughs> right. Alabama be uh, uh, a nice uh, plug in, in, in Alabama's offense. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jameson Williams, I think that's his name. I always forget that dude's name. Number five, my guy, Calvin Austin, little ankle biter. Mm -hmm. Calvin Austin, uh, over 1,000 yards and 11 TDs last year. Uh, I know the QB situation is still undecided, undecided air quotes, hmm. but I think he'll be fine. We we pretty much think it's the guy from Arizona. Right. Uh, but at the same time, you know how coaches are. But I don't think it'll affect him. And I think he'll help whoever starts because I think I think he's that good. Oh, I think yeah. he's that good. Oh, so yeah. um yeah, Calvin Austin, I like the guy. A lot of guys have him in their top five, top ten as he should be. The guy can do a lot of damage in the passing game, real quick, real fast, has lots of speed on him. I wonder what you think about Calvin Austin. Man, to help your case with that, man, he got a good schedule, bro. He does. Oh, man. So, I mean, it's almost like plug and play, man, and just, you know, forget about him. So, um, like you said, man, he's going to help who's ever, who's ever back there, man. It could be he's going to be their safety net. So, so you get back, you don't know where to go with the ball. Just look for look for Austin and, and give it to him. So, you know, so I, I, I think um, – you're right when you say it don't matter who's back there. So um, I think he's going to, if not do better, he, he can at least do what he did last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Number six, Jalen Tober, South Alabama. He's got himself a new quarterback. One Jake Bentley via Utah via uh, South Carolina. He's there now. Um, he has solidified himself, cemented himself as the quarterback, as the starting quarterback. A lot of guys are high on this guy for good reason. Another thousand yard guy. He should increase on that with what seems to be a bit more stability again at the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. Finley at the helm. I like Jalen Tolbert at number six. Yes, sir. You want to add anything to that? No, sir. You hit it. Right along. Move right along. Number seven, Ja'Cory Robeson, this guy right here. Came out of nowhere. Came on super strong at the end of the COVID year. Mm -hmm. The guy's a PPR magnet, man. He's a PPR magnet. Seems like Sam Hartman really likes this guy. You want that out of your receiver. You want that good rapport. You want that get good chemistry between the wide receiver and the quarterback. If you've got, if you've got that wide receiver, you want that good connection. Seems like they've got a good connection. I like this guy. I like him a lot, Owens. What you think about Jacoy Robertson from Wake Forest? Man, a guy, like you said, I mean, all these guys we mentioning, man, it's just like <laughs> the drop back. Oh my guy, oh my guy, oh my guy. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's the first place they look. You know, like, hey, man, what about these guys over here? They probably wide open and they don't matter. I'm fine hitting him. <laughs> you know, what I'm anyway, yeah, I'm <laughs> man. But yeah, Robinson, man, he's gonna do his thing again, man. He he's a beast. I like him. Absolutely, absolutely. Number eight, Khalil Shakir. 
Khalil Shakir, Boise another State. Another one, yes. Showing out on the Smurf turf, another high-volume guy. Yes. High-volume guy, Owens. He gets the bulk of the looks in the passing game. And he also, as a couple guys in our top tier, get a few carries in the run game. They use him in various different ways, which makes him even more valuable when he's getting those carries because he's yes. always threat to take one to the house. <laughs> that just adds to his already uh, high-volume, uh, high – uh, workload uh, yes. that he gets in the passing game. Yes. So you want a guy like that, that dual threat guy. Yes, you, you do. Know, that, that, that they're finding ways just to get the ball in his hands, but they're not taken away from his role in the passing game. Right. Usually they do that with those little one-trick pony Swiss Army knife. I know that's a bit of an oxymoron right there, <laughs> but what I'm saying is uh, – <laughs> Uh, those those guys are just little speedsters. Yeah, they really don't feature them in the passing game, but they want to take advantage of their speed. Right, and so they, you know, they uh, dial up some end rounds for end rounds. Yeah, up some, some screen passes. Yeah, and, some quick yeah. plays. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, they may even put him in the uh, wildcat a little bit. Right, right. But this guy doesn't lose his passing game value because they're doing all of those other things with him. <clears throat> Right. He still has that passing game volume. He's he's still going to be the guy, the number one guy in that offense, I believe. I believe. Uh, and I, I don't I don't think that's a debate. Oh, no. I don't think that's a debate at all. He wouldn't even be in the top ten. Right. So, yeah, last year, man, the guy was phenomenal. The guy was great last year. Um, again, in, in, a, in a few, so not even the whole season. The guy did his thing, man. A couple yes, double-digit catch games, a uh, couple double-digit touchdown games. He could probably be a little more consistent where his touchdowns are concerned. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, uh, but, but he makes it forward in, in other places, man. Uh, again, when he's catching touchdowns, that's when he's more lethal, of course. Right. But we've got Khalil Shakir at number eight. Number nine is a guy just like him. Justin yes. Hall from All State, he crept into our top ten. Owens, he's a hot priority in that offense. Ooh. Drew Smith is going to look for him or another guy on our uh, list. It's, it's, it's going to be one of those guys. You know, one of right. those guys. Guy had thirty carries, Owens, last year. He had thirty yeah. carries for two hundred and thirty-one yards over seven games. A wide receiver. A wide receiver. Again, another guy that did not lose his value in the passing game. He was still extremely valuable in the passing game while having 30 carries. Right. 30 carries. I mean, what more do you want? What more do you want? Again, he's a, a PPR magnet. Right. The guy had, you know, almost every game the guy had at least seven or more catches, only a couple games where he had less. So – Drew Plitt's definitely looking for him again. He had a bunch of carries. Right. carries in seven games as a wide receiver. Uh, somewhat of a little ankle biter, but he's got a little size on him, 5'9", 186. But he is, he is one of those guys. What you think about Justin Hall, Owens? You know, when you look at his fantasy numbers in our league, you know, and you look at him and you go, ooh, this guy is a beast. And then you go back and look and you say, Okay, well, look at his touchdowns. He scored touchdowns in only three games last year. So if you can you imagine, like, okay, if his touchdowns increase, or just say if he got one per game, 
Oh my gosh. This dude's, I mean, he would probably be higher on our, our list right now. But um, yeah, other than that, man, I mean, like you said, the more the more opportunity you got, you get, uh, especially wide receiver, the more opportunities, which means the more touches. Oh man, that that's just that's just great value, man. It increased the value of that player, man. And you can you can pretty much, you know, um treat him like like you treat uh, like like Rondell Moore and all them them kind of dudes, man, that you know is gonna get the ball. You know they looking to get the ball into their hands, and man, and uh, Justin Hall is one of they, he's one of them dudes. He so. is one of those guys. He is one of those guys. Number 10, we've got Chris Olave, Ohio State. Again, one of those guys you don't have to say much about. He has been highly spoken of, highly touted. Uh, he's been, uh, I mean, first, not, maybe not a first-round pick, second-round, third-round pick. You know, I know a few guys that may have him higher than Garrett Wilson. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that that's a real big argument that you should have because uh, I don't I don't think it matters. He's going right. to catch a lot of balls also because he is – a focal point in that offense. He is, no doubt about it, a focal point in, the, in an offense. Caught no less than six passes in a game last year. At, uh, actually, he did against Rutgers. I guess Rutgers' defense was better than people thought because we've seen a couple guys. We looked, looked at some numbers. A couple guys struggling against Rutgers. <laughs> so, Greg Schiano, <laughs> Greg Schiano's got that defense looking good. I would never go and pick them back up again. They screwed me in a championship <laughs> game years ago. This is before they were in the Big Ten. They screwed me real good. They were good real all good. year. Good. All had a great defense all year long and decided in championship week to just give up points. Yep. I mean, to just give up points. And I lost by what, one? Yep. I'm, oh. It just burned me so bad. But this is not a defensive list but we've got chris olave at number 10. number 11 mm -hmm. Jahan dotson penn state owns what you think oh dotson man dotson uh speaks to dotson is the guy they like to get the ball to several different ways um i i, I mean his quarterback situation um did it get better or, or or did it stay the same? <laughs> you know, got to be consistent, man. That's that's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. He got to be. He needs to be more consistent. Um, but with that being said, they still find ways to get Dotson the ball. Um, right. So I don't know if it matters much um, who's back there. I mean, because he's he's still gonna get his opportunities. Still gonna get his touches. So. Clifford, Clifford will be back there again. Hopefully, he'll be more consistent. But this guy burst onto the scene in the Ohio State game with yes. eight catch, 144 and three against Ohio State. And not just the numbers, you know, when you when you watch the game, you look at some of the catches he made. He's got a high catch radius, wide catch radius, man. The guy uh, has has a lot of potential. Like you said, hands. He's got some nice hands, man. Right. Got some nice hands, but his quarterback play was inconsistent last year. Had a little musical chairs going on at right. one point. They were uh, switching him out with Will Levis, who is now at the University of Kentucky, pushing uh, your guy Joey Gatewood to UCF over there with Gus Malzahn. Right. And so now Jahan Dotson, hopefully he'll have that consistent play under center 
and his numbers will be more consistent and not so much as a roller coaster like it was last year. He'll have mm. good games and they'll drop off, have a good one, then have a few bad ones. Again, one of those <laughs> bad ones was against Rutgers, man. <laughs> there they go. <laughs> stuff to people. <laughs> Are you going to pick them up again? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't care if they're scoring 50 points a game. I will look, I will scroll right by. <laughs> I will scroll right by. You know how to throw that in there to mess with you a little bit. Yeah. I know, man. <laughs> what about Wisconsin? You picking them up? Nope, ever. Never again. They burnt me the same way. Nope. <laughs> Never again. Even, even if all the good defenses are on the buy. <laughs> all defenses are going to be on the buy. I, I give me an average defense. I don't care. Wisconsin never coming back to me. Never. Nope. <laughs> Number 12, Marvin Mims. Mims. Nine touchdowns as a freshman. Can he repeat it? That that's that's the question. Ooh, that's a big question, too. A big question. He will be a beast in the slot, though, Owens. He will be yes, a beast he. in the slot. Yes, he uh, will. You guys score uh special teams points in your league. If you're not scoring special teams points, I encourage you, you should try that. Yes. It'll change your life. It's like tasting ice cream for the first time. It'll yes. change your life. So you want to incorporate that. If not, I understand there's a lot of people that's just kind of dipping their toe into college fantasy football. And that's great. You want to start off slow. Right. Fantrax is probably has the, the, the most customizable platform where college football is concerned. That, that that goes for any platform, any any sports, I believe, because you have the option to pick what team you want, not just what conference you want, but what team you want. Fantrax allows you to choose. I mean, you can. I mean, you can do just about anything as far as customizing your league or the player pool. You right. can do G five only. You can do P five only. You can do P five independent. G five independent. You can do conference only. SEC only. Big twelve only. You can do uh, Big Ten only. You can couple conferences. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. They give you that option to do that. Right. So if you're wetting your toes, sticking your toes in the in the little shallow end. You know the water's real cold. You're kind of testing it a little bit. You ain't just dive in just yet. <laughs> we understand. We understand. <laughs> but this is going to change your life. College fantasy football, there's nothing like it. NFL is not even close. Not it's even close. Not even close. Number 13, we got Reggie Robes. <clears throat> you want to say anything about Marvin Mims? Mm, I just uh, – I think it would be hard for Marvin Mims to do duplicate what he did last year because you have um, – the, uh, some so many talents. It's just like Ohio State. You got so many other good wide receivers um, that's coming back, stepping up. Hazelwood, you know, supposed to be, you know, stepping back in, you know, yeah, and, and 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 doing his thing. And then you got the transfer uh, Woods yeah. from uh, Arkansas. You know, he's supposed to be doing his thing. You got the, the freshman coming in, on Mario Williams. Mm -hmm. You know, he coming in supposed to, you know. Exciting, you know, be an excite, exciting uh, uh, addition to the receiving core. So I mean, you got even more than that. So it's it's going to be yeah. hard for Mims to do 
to duplicate his production from last year. But that's not to say he won't because he still has the potential to do that. Uh, with Spencer Rattler back there throwing the ball, I mean, he's, you know, Lincoln Riley like to throw the ball. Um, and so I think they're going to spread it around. But I still think Mims is going to get his numbers, I do. I think he's going to get his numbers. Good. I, I, I'd, I'd be glad if he did. That means that the offense is moving right along as scheduled. Number 13, we've got Reggie Robeson Jr., SMU, the Mustangs. The guy's coming off another long injury, season-ended injury. The potential is definitely there. Mm. Uh, I mean, he's a guy, when he's healthy, he can hit you with 200-plus yards any game. Mm, can he stay healthy, though, is the question. Health is the key, Owens. Uh, Health is the key with Reggie Robeson. Again, when he's healthy – he can hit you for 200 plus. Yes. You know, any I mean? game, any, any game, any game. Yes. But health is the key with this guy. Health, I mean, if he stays healthy and he is, I mean, it seems like he was hurt the year before and came right. back last year and was like, okay, all right. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then again, he, I mean, he got knocked out only playing four <clears throat> games last year. Man, we just hope the guy's not damaged goods. He's way too he's way too talented and there's yes, he is. so much college fantasy football <laughs> to experience out of him. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Please give us a full season, right? Yeah, hopefully he can stay healthy, man. We get to see it. Somebody get to experience it, whoever hasn't. Number 14, this guy John Mechie from Alabama. Can he continue the trend of Bama elite wide receivers? Diverse opinions in the CFF community about this guy, Owens. Mm -hmm. 55 receptions, almost a 1,000 yards behind Devontae Smith last year. Mm -hmm. I know Devontae Smith is his show now. Right. I think. Knowing Alabama and knowing that there's a guy every year that just seemed like he just take them shoes that was just left on the ground. Mm -hmm. The other guy, he just put his feet right in them and just keep on moving, you know? And it's like, all right, his turn. Yeah. And uh, like I said, Mechie looked like he looked like he's going to be that guy, man. And it's yet to be seen, like, cause, because they had a new quarterback, you know, and Bryce Young coming in, it's yet to be seen as if, He's gonna if he's gonna yeah yeah right and see if he's gonna lock on to Mechie as he's as his favorite target you know because some of them new wide receivers new quarterbacks come in you know you got to get wide receiver they lock on to somebody else and be like this is my guy you know what I'm saying because now they not just gonna uh, throw you know one guy they got several good wide receivers so it's like the quarterback like listen this is my guy over here and you everybody looking at Mechie and him. <laughs> Yeah, right. So I'm just I'm interested to see if, if Young is gonna lock on the Mechie and be like, right, yeah, let's do it. You know, we're gonna we're gonna keep this trend rolling. So excellent point. That is an excellent point. Excellent point. <clears throat> Number 15, Zay Flowers, Boston College Eagles. This guy probably has the best schedule on the list, hands down. Yes, yes. End of the end of the season <laughs> with a bang. <laughs> Virginia up. <laughs> Oh, this dude is we'll scheduled. Lord have mercy. It is cake, ain't it? Sweet. Oh, my gosh. Sweet. Ooh, wee. Ooh. Yeah. 
Soft, <laughs> soft, S-O-F, capital T. Oh, my goodness. Soft. soft. My goodness. Man, Boston College Eagles, they're going to throw it a ton. He should be on the receiving end of most of them. He did have a few games in there where he, he kind of disappeared a little bit. Right. Don't know what was going on with that. But the guy is the focal point of that offense, no doubt. He showed up in some of the bigger games they had last year against some of the better defenses, I'll say that. Right. Pitt being one of them, that was his best game of the year, and he had his way with Pitt. Right. I mean, he had his way with Pitt. I, I, I like Zay Flowers. Again, not a big guy, 5'10", 177, but they find ways to get this dude the ball. Uh, uh, Phil Jerkovic. But Jerkovic, uh, again, they're going to throw it a ton. Right. They're going to throw it a lot, and he's going to receive most of them. He should. Right. Uh, I don't know of anybody else on that offense. Oh, they got Gill, the Ohio State transfer. They've got him. So he may eat into that share a little bit, but I don't think it will affect Zay Flowers. I don't either. I don't think as, – as much as they throw the ball, I don't think it's going to affect him. No. No. Number 16, Tyrese Ritchie, Northern Illinois. Under the radar guy, Owens. Yes, he is. But he's 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 he's, he's not a sleeper though. He's not the, a sleeper. What you think? The guy catches a lot of passes. A lot of passes. So he's targeted a lot. Mm-hmm. And he is the man over there. And it's like, uh, you know, I <clears throat> I wish. I, I can't say his yardage because he went over 100 yards uh, for four out of the six games that they had last year. Yep. Um, uh, one touchdown and four of them. Uh, so I'm trying to think what it is. I mean, you catch a lot, seven, seven, 12, 11, seven, nine. That's, that's his catches in every in, in each game. catches. So, total, no six games. That's a lot of catches. Yeah, man. And I do, I'm interested to see, man. Is it going? Is that is his touchdowns going to increase this this year? That's that's the that's well, the he key. Got, he got hot toward the end and, and, and caught a touchdown in his last four. In last four games, right? So I want to know if that if that's going to continue this year. I hope hopefully it'll continue this year, which will make him, you know, even that more relevant. Um, but like PPR PPR leagues, this guy is like he's gonna tear it up because he catches a lot of passes. I follow you guys, man. Yes. I you guys. Plenty of targets. And what makes it so good, his teams think so bad. So they're gonna be oh yeah, they need him. <laughs> they need him. Exactly. Lost every game last year, didn't win a single game. Right. So they, they they stink. Stink, so but they need him. him. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna Richie do something? Help us! There you go. <laughs> so they're gonna be looking for him to bail them out. He had a right. couple of games last year with double digit catches. Uh, you know, they just found a way to get him in the end zone in those last four, right. which, which is great. Which is great. Number seventeen, your guy Ty Fry Fogel, Indiana. If Penix Junior is there, Five Fry Fogel is on. He's right. If right. Junior. Is at the helm is under center. Fry Fogel. Nowhere to be found. No, he's he's good if Penix Jr. is there. Well, I'm saying if, if, if Penix Jr. is not there, he's oh, no, nowhere, no, no, no. He's nowhere no. to be found. <laughs> no, he's nowhere. To, 
for the most part, he's a big play guy. Right. You know, but the schedule, I'm not too hot about the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't like the schedule. Again, Penix Jr., Michael Penix Jr.'s health plays a key factor. Plays a key factor. Rod Fogel's success. Yes, definitely. There's a lot of receivers that are like that. Some are not like that. They're just good. And and they and they have a great backup if the starter goes down. Right. And it really doesn't affect them. Right. But Frau Fogel, he had, you know, that little three game stretch he had last year. That's the guy you're looking for. Right. That's the guy you're looking for. Michael Penix Jr. lit Ohio State up. Yes. Um Friar Fogel was a big part of that. He was a big part of that. That was his biggest game of the year. Yes. Biggest game of the season. You're doing it against the best team in the conference. Right. I don't think that's a fluke. It's just the consistency at the quarterback position. Yes. Uh, for old Ty Freifogel. Number 18, Drake, London, USC, the Trojans' top dog in Graham Harrell's air raid offense. He's moving into the wide receiver one role now, Owens. They've got Taz Washington. Uh, he's coming out of camp with rave reviews, especially mm-hmm. from the last scrimmage. But uh, Drake London's big body, 6'5", he's big, a big target. They had him in the slot last year. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they're going to use him there this year. Not sure how they're going to use him this year. Uh, again, he worked primarily out of the slot last year, previously. Uh, those guys who worked on the outside, Amon Ross St. Brown is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years ago, you had Michael Pittman, he was gone. But right. now he's the top dog in that offense. Don't know if he goes moves moves over to that X or he stays in the slot. I'm interesting, interested to see how they use Drake London. Owens, what you think about Drake London? I would not have Drake London in the slot. 6'5", 210, I would not. Listen, man, you got to be on that X. You got to be out there where – Listen, just say you third down and, 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 and long, and you're like, all right, it's one-on-one out there. I could just throw it up to Drake London. You either he's going to catch it, you're going to get a P.I. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know, you, you're in the slot. You, you can't really – you don't have an option with him. So, I'm, I'm you know, six. that's a big body, man. I mean, but anyway, I'm, I'm interested, like you said, to see how they use him. Um, But he is – he's going to be the guy. He's got all the talent in the world. Um. I think he's going to be the guy, but I think Slovis is going to throw that ball around, man, because he's got so many weapons. So um, I think that might hurt London's production a little bit, even though he's still going to be the leading receiver on the team, I think. But I just think Slovis is probably going to pass that ball around. He's going to spread that ball around a little bit more this shit than, he, than normal. So I think you're right. I think you're right. Number 19, Josh Downs, in North Carolina Tar Heels. Sam Howell has to throw it to somebody. <laughs> left. Nice right. outing in the bowl game against a respectable AM defense. Right. Uh, nice little game there. Hopefully he steps up and he's that guy. Uh, the opposite of Drake London as far as body type is 5'10, 180. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, they're going to need somebody to step up. Step into that vacated production. Step into that vacated 
uh, role that yes. Ami Brown and what's my other guy's name? The Ami Brown and uh, I forgot the guy's name. Both of them left, but um, they're gone. So all of that production is 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 laying there to be had. And he's the next man up. He seems to be the guy that's going to step into that role to kind uh, to kind of uh, take on that particular feat of uh, right. occupying that 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 void. Right. What do you think about Josh Downs? Uh, it's gonna be hard to fit him shoes. That's that's a lot of production that is left. That's a lot, and, 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 and that's a lot. And them them boys was getting down. Um, but I think I think Downs, man. I think he could. Um, I think he could be the man on that team. Um, it's gonna be, uh, man. It's it's gonna be hard to see him. Uh, what can I say? It's gonna. I, this one. Okay. This one. I'm trying to say. I think they may end up running the ball a little bit more. Mm. Um. Because they lost so much production and wide receiver, I think they go and then, but I think they're gonna run the ball a little bit more, not just with the running back, but I think um, Howell probably gonna use his legs a little bit more as well, mm. um, to kind of balance, kind of help, you know, kind of balance that a little bit. Um, but I do think Downs is gonna be the man. I think he's gonna be the man. How productive or how big a production he's gonna have, I don't know. But he, I do. He is gonna be the man, though. I do. He gonna be the man. Yeah, good deal. Number twenty, Romeo Dubs, Nevada. Tale of two season with this guy. Yes, it was. Two, it was like two different guys. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a. It wasn't even. <laughs> Owens, man, it wasn't even. You know how you get in the pool. And you casually go down to six feet. You know what I mean? You just kind of go down just a little bit. Some this, was, wonder. this was a drop off, man. Some snatched him under. <laughs> you saw him, but then you didn't see him. It was quick. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you what happened, man. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what. Somebody got a hold of that tape, man. They passed that tape around the last four, last fourteen. Hawaii got that tape, and then they passed it to Fresno State, and they passed it to San Jose State, and they passed it to Tulsa. They got that tape, man. It's too late. I mean, too late. Yeah, they got a hold of that tape, bro. That's that's it. And he just man, listen, man. <laughs> Owens. Bro, the tale of two seasons when you look at fantasy points. Oh my god. Again, there wasn't there wasn't a, a a gradual decline. Nope. There was it was an abrupt drop off. You said you like saw a waterfall, him? man. Like a waterfall. <laughs> you saw him, turned your head, look back over there. Where'd he go? He <laughs> was my just right. <laughs> It was just I mean, right there. He oh, started the God. season lighting it up and fizzled out big time. Yes. I yeah. mean, big time. Phenomenal offense. Right. They're getting Elijah Cooks back. Right. Right. They're getting him back. Right. Of course, they've got uh, 
the 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 tight end that everybody's high on. He's on my top ten list. Um, why am I just Cole Turner? That's his name, Cole Turner. He's got Marquise Spiker coming in from Washington. Right. Uh, look, man, the numbers may go down. The numbers oh, yeah. may go down because there's so many options in this offense. And he has already shown the potential to fall off. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's yes. why we got him so low at number 20. Number 21, Jalen Crawford. This guy looked good yesterday. Yes, he did. Fresno State had a nice run where he spearheaded a guy. You know what I mean? Kind of get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> On his way to a long touchdown run. Long yes, touchdown. yes. Came on late last year, Owens. But Did he come? Like yeah, it looked like they hit the switch on offense, Fresno State. Yes. Enter looks good. He looked really good yesterday. Look good. Yes, sir. I'm looking for Dalen Cropper to have a big year. What you think, man? I'm looking the same. I'm the same thing. Cropper, as you said, man, yesterday's game just kind of showed it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just showed it. I think I think he's going to be that, that same guy pretty much every game. Yeah. That had that big 86-yard run. Only had three catches, but they didn't need him to do a lot, man. They were beating nope. the living daylights out of UConn. Whew, it was ugly. Ugly game. Real ugly, man. Like UConn didn't – they looked like Navy did last year with BYU. Played them. That's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> Number 22, uh, Javon Haley. Haley, I think that's how you say, that, say his name. Haley. Coastal Carolina. Chanticleers. Jason McCall's number one target. Mm-hmm. Started great. Hit a wall. <laughs> hit a dry spell. But he ended the season well. You know, yes, so you he did. See that because it creates optimism. You want to see him finish well. Yes. You want to see him get back up after he's been knocked down, after he hit that wall, he hit the mat. Okay, yes. show us what you got. Get back up. Let us know that you are who we thought you were, as Dennis Green would say. Yes. You know what I mean? You are who we thought you were. And so you want to see that. You want to see him finish the season the way that he did, coming out of the dry spell. Great. Okay, you've got some moxie about you. You know what I mean? You've got some grit about you to come out of that dry spell. It creates optimism. What do you think about Coastal Carolina's number one wide receiver? Man, I love that guy, man. That guy is going to be a beast this year. He's the man. You know, McCall is just gonna be better than he was last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 uh, this guy right here, man, he just gonna. Uh, I think his his production is gonna go up. I think it's gonna increase. I do. I really do. Yeah, that's true. I do too. Number twenty three, Jalen Robinson, UCF. Another little ankle biter. Came out strong. Kind of ran out of gas a little bit. <laughs> you would normally look for more in the next year. After you saw what he did last year. Right. Normally. New system. Mm-hmm. The Gus effect. Uh-oh. You know. But for the most part, the production from Malzahn's wide receiver one in some years were about where Robinson was in 2020. When you go and look the, look the stats up, search the stats, do your research. Um, they were about what Robinson did last year. You know what I mean? About seven, mm-hmm. eight hundred yards receiving, five, six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 
there have been some stinkers in that time under Malzahn, no doubt. I mean, some absolute stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> the thing uh -oh. is, the thing is, can he rekindle what he was able to do with somebody like Ryan Davis back in 2017? When you go look at those stats, similar build. You know what I mean? That's why mm -hmm. I bring him up because that's that's a good comp, similar type right. guy, build, right. smaller guy. You know what I mean? Smaller right. guy, um, just like Jalen Robinson. The guy is 5'9", 180. Can he dial those types of things up to where he can have that type of season? Again, because you look at the season that Jalen Robinson had last year, mm -hmm. it's about what Gus Malzahn's best years look like. It's about what they look like. You know what I mean? Uh, seven, 800 yards again, five <laughs> touchdowns, five, six touchdowns. That's about, you know, he had – 55 catches last year for 979, almost a thousand yard guy with six touchdowns. Right. So, can he do that again or learning this new system, having that curve there, that learning curve? Owens, what you think, man? I think his production is going to take a hit. Mm -hmm. It's just, I, I, I just don't see him doing what he did last year. I, I just don't see it. I, I mean, coaching change, new offense. Um, it's not It's not the same, you know, let's throw the ball all over the field type of offense. No, you know, you know I, don't, I don't think you're going to get those six, seven, eight <clears throat> shots a game. No, no. no it's going to be completely different. So with that being said, I just I think he's gonna take a hit. But not to say he's not gonna be productive, but I think he's gonna take the hit. He probably he might have a couple big games here and there, but I just I don't see him matching what he did last year. I just don't I don't see it. I got you. Me neither, man. Me neither. Number 24, Johans Tyler. Johans Tyler on the other side of the field of Justin Hall, Ball State. Two ball state guys on this list. Owens, two ball state guys on this list. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> I wouldn't have. I know, right? Two ball state guys on this. You thinking? Do they throw the ball that much? Does Drew Plitt throw the ball? He does to these two guys. Yes, he do. Why Johans? Why Johans? Johans? Why Johans? Well, it's how they use him. Owens yep. is how they use him. The guy had a TD in seven out of eight games. Yes. He had eight TDs on the year, but he had a TD in seven out of eight games. It's how they use the guy, Owens. Right. They 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 make sure they get this guy the ball in the red zone. Yes. Line, such and such, such and such, whatever. Yes. They make sure they get the ball in this guy's hand, he and Justin Hall. Right. 6'3", 204. Mm-hmm. Um, so – they're using what they have. They're using the advantage that they have, which is his big body. Yes. So the I mean they're 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 making sure they get this guy the football uh in the end zone. That's smart. That's smart. You got a big body like that, hey, throw them um uh, uh fade routes to the corner. Let him go up and get it. And he's, you know? he's coming down with him. And he's coming down with him. Yeah. He's that's smart. Coming down with him. I think he's gonna continue to come down with him. I do too. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I don't see why he wouldn't. Um, uh, he's got a couple stumbling blocks at the beginning of his schedule, but other than that, he should be fine, man. He should be fine. 
Oh, yeah. I like the schedule. I like what he looks like. Yeah. Number 25, Sam Pickney, Georgia State. Sam Pickney, Georgia State's got Cornelius Brown, the fourth throwing him the football. Another guy with nice size, big target on 6'4, 210. Right. Guy that can stretch the field. They throw it up to him. He goes and gets it. He's coming down with it just like the previous guy, Johannes Tyler. Mm-hmm. I like the way they use Sam Pickney. I just need him, Owens, to be more consistent. Yes. I need him to be more consistent because he had a couple games. And that that one game right there that you're looking at, mm-hmm. that stinker, stinker, mm-hmm. I had him in the game. Some negative. They're taking points away. Come on now. Yeah, because yeah. he had a fumble. <clears throat> and I had him in the game. I had to. You know, it was the COVID year. Mm-hmm. And just not a lot with last year was consistent. So we're giving these guys a pass where their inconsistency is concerned. Right. Well, not the injured guys because that injury didn't have anything to do with COVID. Some of these guys that were injured, like mm-hmm. Michael Penix Jr., but some of these guys are inconsistent. You know, you could you you could easily chalk it up to COVID. Something had to do with COVID there. Interchanging guys left and right, interchanging linemen, interchanging this position, that position. This guy is playing this week. This guy's not. Just that inconsistency messes with the team chemistry and all of that good stuff. But hopefully this year, Owens, he can be more consistent. What do you think about it? I think he can. I do. I think he can. Um, like I said, uh, Brown is. His, I think he's going to be a better quarterback um, this year. And uh, what they call Quad yeah. Man, I think he's going to be better back there, and I think it's going to make pick me better. So I think both of their productions are going to go up. So I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right. That is it for our top twenty-five. We're moving right along to our potential breakout. Wide receivers, this is not a necessarily a one through ten. We're just going to give you ten names, ten guys. First up, we've got Jay Sean Polk. Mm-hmm. Jay Sean Polk, Ken State, the Golden Flashes, Owens. Uh, Dustin Crum is going to do his thing. He's got to have a nice target if he's going to be productive in the passing game, which I think he will. Yes. This guy seems to be that guy. He seems to be that guy. Had a nice year last year. They only played four games last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, did some damage in the passing game. They do get Nikeem Johnson coming over from Syracuse. Should that bother his target share? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It will. In fact, I don't think it will. I don't either. This guy has already established himself as a viable option in the passing game, and Nikeem Johnson has to come in and learn the system. Right. I think Deshaun Polk's. Uh, target share, I think is I think they're safe. I, I think, think he's, yeah, I think he's, he's fine. Safe. Yeah. What you think about him, Owens? I think he's fine, man. I think Crum um, uh, got a rapport with him already. You know, mm-hmm. he just like he can trust him. You know, I know I can. This is my guy. I can trust. So I'm, I don't think it's gonna make a difference. Uh, who's there? Who come? Who join the team? He got. He got this. This is man. This is favorite target. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's what it seems like. That's definitely what it seems like. Another guy, speedy guy, Western Michigan, Sky Moore. Oh, Sky Moore, they lose your guy, uh, Dwayne Eskridge. Eskridge. Mm-hmm. Burner, straight-up burner. 
they lose him. But this guy, Sky Moore, was no slouch, Owens. No, he wasn't. This guy is no slouch. He did some damage last year with having Dwayne Eskridge. Caleb Ellaby looks real good. It looks like he could play the part. Right. Of a nice fantasy quarterback. He's got right. Sky Moore to throw it to. He's got right. another guy to throw it to. And uh, Jalen Hall mm-hmm. also, you know, showed up at times last year, too. Yes, you know, he did. Some nice couple games last year. So Western Michigan passing attack should be a fun one to watch, and I think Sky Moore is going to head that up. What do you think about Sky Moore? I like Sky Moore, man. I think I think um, he's a guy who's – I think his production is going to increase. I think it's going to increase. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're thinking that – like you said, man, um, Eskridge was the man. You know, he, he did the most damage, but – you know, the, as much damage as Eskridge did last year, I didn't, I couldn't see no other receiver being right. as productive as more. You look at his number and it shocks you. You're like, well, wait a minute, he did this? Yeah. You know, wow, wow, Eskridge, yeah, quietly. While Eskridge was doing, you know, so, yeah. um, you know, I think he, yeah, I think his production going to increase. This one increase. Man, we'll continue to our little Mac run right here, right here with wide receivers. Hey, son, Baydoon, Eastern Michigan. Oh, is this guy you're talking about quietly <laughs> doing some things? Yeah, like little ankle biter, 5'8, 173, 173 pounds, mm-hmm. doing things quietly. That guy played five games last year, didn't have no less than seven catches in a game last year. You're talking about a PPR magnet. Yes. Preston Hutchinson looks for this guy. You can see it right here. The numbers don't lie. I think that was Jay-Z that said men lie, women lie, but the numbers don't lie. You look at the numbers right here, man. You can see he is a – he is the number one target in that offense. They're going to throw it a lot. Yes. Um, Love Preston Hutchinson, and he's Mm -hmm. looking for this guy. This is the guy he's looking for. Hassan Beydoun, man, had, had some nice games last year, three 100-yard games. Yes. Uh, but the only knock on this guy, he's got to find that end zone. Got to find it. Got to find it. Got to find it. Got to find that end zone. He's doing everything else right. He's catching all the balls. Yes. They just got to find a way to get this guy into the end zone. But look for him to break out this year as the other previous three. Hey, Sambe Doom, Eastern Michigan. Yes. Our guy, Owens, Jaden Hazelwood. Hazelwood. He's healthy for the Sooners. Mm. Come in a couple years ago, the number one wide receiver. <clears throat> Many were going back, was it? In fact, that class of wide receivers, he and George Pickens headed up that class, and both of them did. Yep. has been hurt consistently. Yep. He seems to be 100% according to reports coming out of camp, according to him. Mm-hmm. He said he feels great. Um, this guy has all the potential in the world. He is a generational guy. I yes. was hearing so much about him coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. The dude's athleticism is off the charts. His catch radius is so wide. It's, it's so high. The guy catches everything. He is C.D. Lamb-esque and when it yes. comes to – when you put the ball in his vicinity, the guy is going to come down with it. He is, if he's healthy, he is the alpha dog in the OU wide receiver room. I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> definitely not Theo We. So, right, right. <laughs> just stop with that. Stop. Yeah. Nope. I love it. These two. You know, he came in with that with that wonderful wide receiver class with him, uh, right. Hazelwood, Trajan Bridges, all five stars. They had mm-hmm. Starter in that in that. 
mm-hmm. much also. But he's I think he's probably as far as production, I think Theo Weiss will probably be fourth because you've got Hazelwood. I think they're going to yeah. pepper him with targets. You've Mims. got Marvin Mims. Mm-hmm. Woods. Uh, you've got Mike Woods who's going to do his thing, and I think they're going to do some – I think they're going to do some stuff. I didn't ask you to do nothing. <laughs> I think this is my uh, Google. She's talking to me. Yeah. But I think I think they're going to do some wonderful things with with uh, Mario Williams. And then you know you've got the backs coming out of the backfield again. I've already said Stogner. He's going to be a huge target in the red zone as he always is, man. As yes, sir. Are, I think I think he's going to fall down that pecking order. You know they're going to throw Drake Stoops in there too. Right. But, Jaden Hazelwood, man, he Brent, I'm, 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 te- I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm excited to see this dude get down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm ready. Up the way, up the road from me, probably about a couple hours from me, mm-hmm. about a couple hours from you, Stillwater, mm-hmm. Brennan Presley, Oklahoma State, the Pokes. Right. They're pissed off at OU right now because OU's not holding <laughs> That's okay. Get mad. Yeah, get rid of Bedlam. We love Bedlam. We need Bedlam. Dry and dry. (laughs) Y'all leaving us. Y'all leaving. Our big brother leaving us. Leaving them. They mad. The fans are mad. They're pissed. They want to. Yeah. They want you to burn to the ground. Man. Yeah. But this guy in the last game of the season, uh, Tyler Wallace sits out. Brendan Presley. Six catches, 118 yards, three touchdowns against Miami, Florida. Miami's not a bad defense. Right. He's working out of the slot. He's taking another little ankle biter, 5'8", 175. He's taking the spot of Dylan Stoner. Right. So it's not necessarily that X where we're we're used to that X being dominant over on the right side of the field. Right. Dominating over there, receiver after receiver. Right. After Dez Bryant, Justin mm. Black, Tylen Wallace, mm. uh, uh, the guy a couple years ago was playing with Baltimore right now. Forgot his name. Uh, James. Um, James uh, what's it? James. You know what I'm talking about. The, yeah. James Robinson. What's it? I forgot his name. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. I know you're talking guy about. Guy after guy after guy. You can go back to Rashawn Woods back in the early 2000s. Guy after guy after guy. This guy's in the slot. They've had some guys in the slot do some damage. Again, Dylan Stoner was one of them a couple of years ago when, when mm-hmm. uh, Tyler Wallace was hurt. Dylan Stoner picked up that slack out of the slot, as it looks like Brendan Presley is going to be that guy. Right. I do like I do like Tay Martin a little bit on the outside, man. I think he's going to step into that role that uh, Tyler Wallace is leaving, but I don't know if he's as consistent. But for now, I think Brendan Presley is the breakout guy to look for in the Oklahoma State offense. What you think? I agree with you. I do. Um, uh, Sanders, man, I think he's, um, you know, he's got his guy. Like like you said, uh, you know, you got that rapport. You got that safety net, if you will, uh, guy you can trust, you know. um, And and it showed in that Miami game. Hey, man, you know. This I, I need a big play. I'm gonna hit my guy right here. So um, I think he's gonna continue to do that. You know, even though, like you said, it's gonna be in a dis- different position than we're not used to. But I still think he's gonna be that man. He's gonna be the guy. 
Oh, issues. Good deal. Good deal. Next up, we've got Jaden Wally, Mississippi State. It looks like Leach has found his guy. That's what it looks like. It looked like. Yeah, the guy was there. He's kind of showing up in the beginning, just showing up. And then the Georgia game happened. And you're like, whoa, who is this? Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? Okay, I see. Then you saw some consistency. Mm-hmm. Then you saw, he, uh, okay, 100 yards against Auburn. Mm-hmm. Great. Don't like what he looked like in the Tulsa game. <laughs> but Tulsa had a great defense last year. Right? They did. Yes, they, they had did. A linebacker going the first round. Xavier Collins going the first round. So that defense was legit last year. They they yes, done that was. to a lot of people. Yes. They, I mean, they did that to their conference. You know, beating UCF the way that they did. That. I mean, they yeah, Tulsa snuck up on some people last year. So that's, I mean, they weren't anything to sneeze at. Right. But this guy, I think this guy has the potential to break out this year. No doubt about it, Jaden. Wally, Mississippi State. I like it. Yeah, man. He's got a nice playoff schedule also. Uh, Don't know what Auburn's defense is going to look like, but in week 11, they should have their stuff together. But after that, I mean, those last two games is great. So, Mm -hmm. man, he's going to look good there. And he starts off the season really soft. (laughs) Really soft. We like that. Next up, man, Owens, I like this guy. This guy – he could have been a sleeper, but he's really not so much as a sleeper because he's been there. It seemed like he's been there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It seems like he's been there for a while, man. For a while. Yeah. For, for about six, seven years, man. Seemed like it. But I like him, Owens. I like him. Britain, Britain Covey, the Utah Utes, man. Ooh. He's got his quarterback now. I think his quarterback is better. You know, Tyler Huntley, more of a dual threat guy, even though they wanted him in the pocket a lot. He right. gets a pocket passer this year uh, in the, the, the Baylor transfer. Why is his name? Eluding? Help Charlie me. Brewer. Charlie Brewer. Charlie Brewer, the Baylor transfer, wins the job. Mm. He's got that pocket passing quarterback back there. To help him out, Covey, no doubt, Owens, is a potential breakout player because you look at what he did last year, man, and just limited action. Right. And just limited action, he showed up consistently. He showed up consistently in just, what was it, three games? Three games? He only played in three games. Right. But he has four catches in the first one. Okay, but he, he catches a touchdown in all three games. Then he comes on with nine catches. Then he comes with six for 134. Okay, he started to increase his production as the season went on. Again, if you've got special teams points in your league added to your scoring system, mm. this guy is a must-grab because yes. he's a punt returner and the kick returner. He is a must-grab. Brent Covey, I think he's the potential to break out this year. Well, when you add what he did as a receiver with uh, not so much uh, a polished pass or quarterback in the backfield, uh, now you get that. I think it increases his numbers. Right. You know, with you being a man, you get you get more, not just more targets, but you get more 
consistent targets. What I mean, you get more targets. <laughs> and that sounds funny, but you get more targets that's put in the area where you can catch the ball. <laughs> right. He did have, he did have Jake Bentley last year, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, but I listen. see what you're saying, though. That's right. You you put the ball in in in, in the right spot. Yes, yes. The guy is not wide open. His rib cage is not wide open. Man, yes, yes. He's crushed <laughs> by a flying safety. He ain't reaching behind him, and he ain't you know got to fall down, slide down all the time. You know, it's like, hey, leading man, him into a, leading him into a big hit. Yes, yes. So you know, I think I think Brooke can you know he can hit him in stride a couple of times where he got. You know, you can maybe take it to the house or something like that. But yeah, I think his production is going to increase. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, good deal, good deal. Next up, we've got Chris Ottman Bell. Chris Ottman Bell, Minnesota. Ottman Bell. PJ Fleck out there rowing the boat. Who <laughs> uh, want the number one guy in the PJ Fleck offense? Whether it was Western Michigan or whether it was Minnesota, you want this guy because he, again, he's like. It's like the running game. He feeds his uh, starting running back. Right. And he feeds his number one wide receiver. Right. That's just the way P.J. Fleck gets down. Right. He got built nice. He's 6'1", 215. So you don't – I mean, he's currently dealing with some injuries mm -hmm. or an injury, whatever. Um, he's making progress. I think it was a lower leg injury or something like that. Mm -hmm. I believe he's considered day-to-day. Mm-hmm. But he steps up into that role, Owens. Yes, he does. Steps up into that role. He showed some potential last year. So this is not a guy coming off the bench cold. He's been in the game. He's right. got experience. Again, right. we've seen potential out of this guy. What do you think about Ottman Bell? I think Ottman Bell is going to be fantasy. I'm not going to say gold. But he's gonna be fantasy. He's gonna be he's gonna be a fantasy stud and put it like that. Mm. Because I think he's just gonna the next man up. I just think he's the next man up in that offense, man. And um they they produce year after year. Uh you the man in that offense. I think I think uh he's just gonna step right in the row. He's gonna fill them shoes. Good deal. I like it. Next up, we've got Eric Ezukama, Ezukanma, Texas Tech Red Raiders, man. Big body, 6'3", 225, something like that. 6'3", mm. Nice big body. The only thing, we need him to be a little more consistent. Again, I understand COVID year, but the, even the year before that, he was inconsistent. Maybe, maybe because of the other guy, the guy that was a uh, 6'6 six, six guy, got mm -hmm. his name too. Vasha. Uh, T.J. Vasher. Yeah. Yes. T.J. Vasher. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But he should be a little more consistent this year. Tyler Shuck wins the job. Right. The guy heads to Michigan to ride the pine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> uh, should break out this year. He should break out. He should yeah. break out, yes. Be more consistent. You've got to do better than two catches for 20 yards against Kansas. Got to. You got to. Got to do better than that, bro. Against Kansas. Gonna, yeah, against Kansas. I, I, I'm going to break out. Last guy on our list, Owens. We've got Dante Demas from Maryland. Right. I think – I know a lot of people on 
Rakeem Jarrett. They like Rakeem Jarrett, the five star. Mm-hmm. Going to Maryland. Mm-hmm. I like this guy, Dante Demas. Yes. I believe he is the guy to own in redraft leagues. Of right. course, you want Rakeem Jarrett in dynasties younger. Right. Dante Demas is a senior. I think this guy is the guy to own. Man, see, look at this Rutgers. One catch for 23 yards. What is Rutgers doing to these guys? <laughs> Man, they want you to pick them back up. <laughs> what is Rutgers doing? <laughs> I ain't never going to pick them back up. Man, this is not an audition. I don't care what they do. He can average 15 sacks a game. No so the moment yeah. I get you, they're going to give up 500 points. <laughs> Oh man, no. yeah, right. They secondary, man. They make some people struggle, aren't they? Yes, my goodness. The guy, when you're looking at these big 10 wide receivers that, that played Rutgers, you're like, What did they do to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're looking at them light up. Other people, he had a nice game against Penn State. Indiana is nothing, uh, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Right. And then he come out there against Rutgers and then one catch for 23 yards. <laughs> Greg Chiano is out there doing his thing up there in uh, New York, New York. But yes, I like Dante yeah. Demas, man. I do too. I like Dante Demas. Um, man, uh, again, redraft leagues, nice 6'3", 217 frame. Mm-hmm. Little Tua. Uh, you like him, don't it? Yeah, Little Tua. Little Tua like him. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I think Dante Demas is the guy to have in that offense. Orange. I'm with you. Potential breakout. All right, that's it for the potential breakout. All ten of them right there. Sleepers. Let's get on with some sleepers, Owens. Some sleepers. Knock this thing out real quick. We still got top 10 tight ends and top 10 streaming defenses for week one. The sleepers, man. Jack Thornson, Miami of Ohio. This guy has been playing college football <laughs> since Sam Bradford. <laughs> was the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. <laughs> Jack Sorensen, this guy's name in the wide receiver pool on fan tracks every freaking year. And I'm thinking this dude is He's still, still here. here. Yep. You got man, you you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. But he's here though, Owens. Yeah. And he's a sleeper because the guy is productive. Yes, he is. He's productive, man. Toe Akron up. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. He play him again this year. <laughs> hey, man, he's still wide open against Akron. He'll be wide open in week seven. Oof. My goodness. He's got a nice playoff schedule. I know they get Buffalo. They kind of shut him down last year, but Buffalo's going to look completely different this year. Right. He doesn't start off the season well, but he, he's going to end well between Bowling Green and Kent State. Ooh, I see points, points, points in those games. <laughs> I like Jack Sorensen. 
Or was this other guy kind of showed out last night? Jacob Cowing. We've Man. got him as a sleeper. We've had him as a sleeper for a while. Right. He's probably not going to be that much of a sleeper after people see the stats from yesterday. Right. Had a nice outing yesterday against a woeful team, which is what you are supposed to oh, do. You're supposed to do. To the New Mexico states of the world. I agree. Five catches, 158 in the tutty. He's going to, he's got Bethune Cookman next week. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that. I mean, his schedule is, his schedule is, is, uh, he's got some road, he's got some speed bumps in there. Mm-hmm. Some, some proceed with caution games in there. But I think this guy's asleep, only a sophomore. Right. Only a sophomore, a little, you know, 5'11", 170. What do you think about Jacob Cowan? Man, last night showed it. I mean, uh, the guy put on a show, man. I mean, he put on a show. Had me looking at him like, man, should I go get this guy? No, <laughs> you know, but I mean, yeah, man, I, I like him a lot, man. I think he's going to uh, probably do what he did last night. I mean, if I don't know how consistent, that's that's what I want to see, like how consistent he's going to be, uh, is or is he going to be this consistent? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that that's what's going to be interesting to see. Absolutely. Next up, we've got Jamison Williams. We mentioned his name earlier. Alabama Crimson Tide, the Ohio State transfer, comes in to fill a role on Bama's offense. The guy is said to be a burner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he automatically has to ha- get some attention. Um, it's only a sophomore, so the guy still has some time to play. We're, 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 we're going to see this mm-hmm. Saturday. What he looks like, I believe he's set to be one of the starters there. I've got him pegged as a sleeper. Owens, what you think? Sleeper. Yeah, yeah. I like old Jameson Williams, man. Um, the dude, um, like you said, man, he, he coming in Alabama, man, on the other side of Mechie. Um, and I think, you know, most of the guys on the other side, they not, they don't like just be there for no reason. You know what I'm saying? You got the got the main guy, and the guy on the other side, he doing some stuff too. Sometimes he even outdo the guy in you know, a few games. You go over there, you know. So I mean, yeah, I think he's gonna step up in that role. I think he's gonna um, he's gonna he's gonna do some. He's gonna like you said, sleeper. He's gonna have some. Some of them games, man, you be like, ooh, is he the man? Or is he going to be the man next year? You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to be all right. What about this next guy? Why don't you turn me on to him? Will Shepard from Bandy. Man, the guy, this from watching the uh, spring game. Okay. And I'm looking at him, and I'm I'm watching the spring game, and I'm like, why do he keep targeting? Who is this Shepard guy? Can I catch a touchdown? I'm like, all right, all right, watch him come back, man. He, Okay, going. All right, incomplete pass to Shepard. Right, hear his name again. Uh, uh, incomplete to Shepard. All right, there you go again. He's like, man, this guy is they targeting the Shepard. I think he had like three touchdowns in that spring game. And I'm like, this guy, and they say he's a freshman. Whoa, wait a minute. What? They like him that much. And it didn't matter which quarterback was in there. They switched quarterbacks, and all of them were looking for Shepard. 
So, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, well, that just, that kind of says a lot, you know, for everybody to come in and to look for a chef, but everybody targeting this guy. And uh, so, you know, that's just, I'm, I'm looking, all right, maybe he's asleep. I don't know about, don't, I mean, you coming as a freshman, coming in to take over. I mean, that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Next up, we've got Savon Scarver, Utah State. I'm going to couple him with another guy, Justin McGriff, this mm-hmm. combination. Justin McGriff and Savon Scarver because mm-hmm. Blake Anderson coming over from Arkansas State, he likes a certain type of wide receiver. Utah State doesn't have a lot of that. They've got a lot of ankle biters. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of 5'8", 5'9", 180, 170. Brandon Bolden comes over from Utah State. I mean, comes over from Arkansas State, who was just that. 5'9", 185. They've got Devin Tompkins, a little ankle biter. 5'8", 155. Uh, but these guys, have, they're, they're, they're bigger body. Mm-hmm. Savon Scarver, uh, I mean, he's 5'11", 175. He's still not the 5'8", 5'9", 5'5", guy. And then you've got Justin McGriff. Mm-hmm. Six six two fifteen. I think we need to keep our eye on both of these guys because of how uh, Blake Anderson likes to use guys, how he likes to target that big body receiver. You saw it at Arkansas State last year. You got Jalen Adams. You had uh, uh, why is his Name No, I'm trying to think of his name myself. I they had Dahu Green, of course, and they you know they had for that they had uh oh the guy who just went bananas. I I hate when this happens. I get names when I get on the podcast. Yeah. When I'm listening to podcasts, I'm quick with names. Right. <laughs> but when I'm on here, can't think of them. Yeah, yeah, can't think of. Them. But. I believe that's that's a combo of guys right there that we can look at from Utah State. Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt. Josh Hype was gonna be throwing that ball deep. Yes. Every every four or five plays. Yes. Sweet stuff. Yeah, he's got to throw it deep to somebody. Yep. Jalen Hyatt is the burner. He's the yep. guy with the speed. Yep. I think we need to be looking closer at Jalen Hyatt. I agree. Because of the offensive style that Hypo plays with. Mm-hmm. Again, he's going to throw. I mean, we know this. Everybody knows this. Velas Jones is dealing with a hamstring right now. Mm-hmm. But again, Hyatt is the burner, sophomore. He's the burner. He's the one with the speed. Yes. I look for him, man. I think he's going to be going to get a few <clears throat> game in Tennessee. Yep. I think you're going to see that. This this coming week, I think we'll see him kind of cement himself as he's that go getter. Yes, that's going to go get him. The deep ball. The deep. Yes. Ball. Yes. Yeah, the deep ball. Next up, Owens, North Texas, Jair Shorter. Mm-hmm. Their main guy. Right. Getting his name, Darden. Darden. He has moved on. Jalen Darden has moved on. Mm -hmm. I caught everything last year. Yes, he did. Wonderful season last year. Jair Shorter. 
seems like he's going to be the one stepping up to take on that vacated production, stepping up into that vacated production. Owen, what do you think about this? I think he is going to be the one to step up. I do. Um, uh, yeah, sleeper. I mean, they normally have a main guy, so I mean, I can see him <laughs> being that guy. I do. I can see him being that guy. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, so I'm looking at. I can't. I can't really judge off what he did last year because he, you know, he only had caught two passes in each game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I just gotta wait and see, man. Six two two fifteen. He's a nice frame. He do got a nice frame. Yeah, for, that helps him out a lot. You know, we're not sure who's gonna win that quarterback job. I don't, I haven't seen anything yet. We thought it was going to be Austin Oon. Yeah, we did. Been rumored to. He was getting some first-team reps. Uh, He was getting some first-team reps in the, in the scrimmage. The guy that transfers, 6'3", 225. I believe he, cause he's coming over from North Carolina. I believe that's where he was. Uh, So he he's messing with Austin Oon. Messing with him. I even got rid of old uh, Bean. Bean. <laughs> he run Bean off, and this guy come over. He trying to this run. Guy come over <laughs> messing, messing up the flow. <laughs> he thought he had a clear path. <laughs> and this guy shows up. Oh man, he messed up the flow. But Jair is shorter, man. Uh, both of those quarterbacks should be all right. They should and be. They, right. they should be somebody we look at in that offense. You know, Little right. Teams, uh, Right, uh, Seth Luttrell, he's gonna throw that sucker quite a bit. He's gonna throw the sucker quite a bit. Charleston Ramble from Miami. Every time you hear <clears throat> reports out of camps, practice, scrimmage, Charleston Ramble is his name's always in the mix. Mm-hmm. He's always in the mix, catching a touchdown, catching a couple touchdowns. King seems to like this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. I understand Mike Harley is there. Yes. But we're not hearing a lot about Mike Harley. We're hearing Charleston Rambo. Right. And us seeing him firsthand, we know he could be that dude. Right. Yes, he can. I got some wheels, man. Mm -hmm. The guy can get down. The guy can go. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this combination, man? What do you think about this situation? I'm looking at like I said, Mike Harley, uh, he was, you know, I had Mike Harley last year a couple, like for a couple of weeks. Um, the guy, I mean, he he, he would you thinking, oh man, he supposed to get down. He a couple of games in a row, and you're thinking, all right, and then next thing you know, he disappeared. You know, you're thinking, man, what what's going on with him? You know, uh, like he come off of a, a eight game, I mean, eight catch, 153 yard, two touchdown game against uh, NC State and then against Virginia Tech come back with six receptions for 51 yards. You're thinking, man, what? what? Oh, okay, you should you should tear Duke up, okay? And he had, I mean, which he did okay. It was average performance, you know what I'm saying? And he finished the season kind of strong. I'm like, all right. Hey, Carly, all right. Mm. Ramble comes in, 
I think, I think it lit King's eyes up to say, this is the kind of guy that I've been waiting on. You know, like he had, um, who they had? Was it Stevenson in, in, in Houston? Was Stevenson, Marquette Stevenson uh, in Houston? I think that this is. I think Rambo kind of remind like this is this is the kind of guy I'm looking for. Like like a Stevenson. This is it's gonna be my guy right here now. So I think it light lit his eyes up, and um, and you can see, like like you said, you heard coming out of camp. Like, hey man, you heard Rambo's name a lot. Then he he like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna test this guy. I gotta test him out. And he's finding out that he is that guy. And I think he's going to be that guy. So I there agree with you. It. There you have it. Next up, we got Deuce Watch from Tulane. Deuce Watch. You got a Deuce Watch on this team. You got a Fat Watch on this team. <laughs> Both brothers. <laughs> but Deuce. 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 Uh, I think Deuce is going to be the man because they're – um. They're 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 wanting to throw the ball more. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to throw the ball more. They've got Michael Pratt, mm-hmm. who is a, a nice little player himself and could be a sleeper from the quarterback position himself. We may have had him as a sleeper, right. or potential breakout one of them. <clears throat> but they want to throw the ball more this year. They want to do that more this year. And uh, Deuce Watts, he is the guy that they would go to. When they threw it last year, didn't throw it a lot. Right. He had some nice games last year, man. Mm-hmm. He had some nice games last year. They were just inconsistent in their passing game. Again, they're looking to throw it more this year. It, I believe he's going to benefit more than anyone. Mm-hmm. So we've got him as a sleeper on Deuce Watts. Deuce Watts. Lane, the Green Wave. Last but not least, Jalen Hall from Western Michigan. We mentioned his name when we were talking about Sky Moore. Owens, this Western Michigan has got some guys, man. Yeah. Ellaby has got some nice targets. He's got some guys that's going to turn that yak up. You know what I mean? They, I mean, they mm-hmm. had a lot of that last year with Dwayne Eskridge, but this guy right here, Playing in five games last year, mm-hmm. couple nice games against some directional schools: Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan. I think this guy is poised, man. I think he's a a sleeper that that we need to consider or put him on your watch list at least. I agree. Put this guy on your watch list, man. I I, I like him. I like him. I do too. I, like I do him. too. I like I like I like the his 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 six three frame one eighty five frame not so much as you know on the small side so he's so he's going up and getting some balls too mm-hmm. he's going up and getting some balls I like I like Jalen Hall from Western Michigan that is it for our wide receivers hopefully we can nail these two out real quick we've been here for an hour and a half we understand podcast is long if you like me you don't care you want them to be long because you want to <laughs> you want that right information you trying to win your lead <laughs> that, <is laughs> that is true you want some information that's going to help you win the league absolutely yes. absolutely top 10 tight ends always you got your top 10 streaming defenses ready I got my top 10 streaming defenses. Yeah, let me run through these tight ends and then 
We're going to let you go with the defenses. Number one, Jalen Wadamar, Texas A&M. I don't know if I need to say anything about this guy. He's got Haynes King coming in as his quarterback now. Um, I don't think that's going to make any difference because he's going to make him feel comfortable. The tight end is always a viable option for a new quarterback. You know, they're, they're the closest to the quarterback, big target. This guy is, I mean, just puts up all kinds of numbers, good numbers, great numbers for a tight end. They use him a lot. Jimbo Fisher is going to get the ball in his hands. And, uh, nice size NFL guy. He's a he's a top guy in, in, in the Debbie community, and he should be. I like Jalen Watermeyer, number one. Number two, I mean, this is one of my favorite guys right here, Cade Otten from Washington. He will be undoubtedly the top pass catcher for the Washington Huskies. Uh, Dylan Morris is said to be sharp. Uh, that's the news coming out. He's, he's, he's sharp. He's been sharp in camp. Uh, he's, he's better. He's a, uh, He should be more consistent. But this guy, Cade Otten, is the real deal, man. He is the real deal. Had a couple hundred-yard games last year. A couple hundred-yard games as a tight end last year. One of them was against Utah. 100 yards, two touchdowns against mm. Utah. You're doing that against Utah, you're ready for the world over there in the Pac-12. You ain't lying. At number two. Number three, we've got Cole Turner. As a, he's a college fantasy football favorite, and for good reason. Uh, with with uh, the air raid out there, with my man, um, oh, I forgot the coach's name. But Carson Strong looks for this guy a lot. They, now, they again, they've got a lot of weapons. They've got a lot of weapons, but this guy seems to not be affected by all the other weapons that they have. He seems to right. be the one that's going to consistently get his, right. regardless of what's going on around him. Man, the guy is—he was just phenomenal last year. I mean, he's—he's a—he's a consistent uh, thread into that passing game. You see him getting involved in every single game. Mm -hmm. It was not like Romeo Dubs, nothing like so whatever the right. was doing or whatever the other offensive pieces were doing, it did not affect this guy. It did not affect Cole Turner, 6'6", 240. Right. No wonder why it doesn't affect him. Nice big target. Number four, mm -hmm. we saw this guy play yesterday, Greg Dolchich. Greg Dolchich, UCLA. Um, last year, can't really tell yesterday, but <laughs> last year he was – he was uh, your man DTR's favorite target. He was DTR's favorite target. But um, yesterday, only one catch. Uh, they beat the living daylights out. I think they they were real vanilla because mm -hmm. they got LSU next week. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to see this guy get way more involved next week. Right. Again, DTR didn't look that good yesterday. Was it a setup? They, they didn't need huh? Was it a setup? Well, I mean, I, I, I think it was a setup. I think to make DTR make him make it seem like he he's inconsistent, not a whack, you know what I'm saying? So they can kind of let's stack the box up against the run, and DTR just light them up, and then they mess With up the whole, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Greg I just Dolchich. wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. With this guy, but mm -hmm. yeah, uh, DTR really liked him last year. I think he liked him this year too. Again, they didn't show nothing. They were real vanilla. They didn't need him to do a whole lot yesterday. They 
beat right. the brakes off of Hawaii. <laughs> nice little spanking. Number five, man, I like Trey McBride. Colorado State. We think Steve Adazio run, 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 run. And that is what that's what he does. But last year, man, he was getting that ball to this dude right here, Trey McBride. He was getting that ball to this dude, man, 6'4", 260 pounds, eight catches for 130 against Fresno State last year. He got five catches for 90 against Wyoming. We know Wyoming is pretty stout. Boise is always tough, four for 48. And then San Diego State, one of the best defenses in that conference, five for 62. Did not slow down at all. Didn't do anything to this guy. Hey, Trey McBride, don't overlook this guy in your leagues. When you're picking up tight ends, this guy has to be one of the top guys you're looking at. Next up, we've got Michael Mayer, Notre Dame. Very, very athletic. Uh, looking to get him more involved in the passing game this year. They've got Braden Lindsey there that can't stay healthy. Uh, he's supposed to be the burner, but he can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. They've got the other guy, I want to say Kevin Austin. I think that's his name. Um, Kevin Austin, isn't it? Yeah, Kevin Austin Jr. He's finally healthy. He'll probably be their number one wide receiver. But this guy talks out of camp, and the talks from the coaches is that this guy is a generational talent. He has the potential to be the best tight end that has come through Notre Dame, only a sophomore, uh, 6'4", 250, had some nice games last year. Again, he's looking to step his game up this year. Uh, I think Jack Combs, the quarterback there which uh, doesn't hurt him at all. I think this. I think it's going to help him because you'll have to worry less about him taking off. Uh, as Last year you had um, – what's his name last year? Quarterback there from Notre Dame last year. The guy you had. Oh, uh, um, um, um. oh, oh gosh. Well, I can't think That's, of his name. I don't know. I, I know. My, one of my dudes. Ian Book. Book. My Ian gosh. Book. Ian Book would take off on you. Yes, I don't he think will. you're concerned about Jack Cone doing that. So no. this guy should be more of – he should be a, a, a greater option to have a greater target share this year than he did last year. Number seven, Charlie Kolar, the Norman native, Iowa State. Uh, he is, I believe, he is Purdy's number one guy. I believe he's Purdy's number one guy. He's going to see a lot of targets. He's going to get a lot of burn. He's going to get a lot of attention, but they scheme him into the offense well. They scheme this guy into the offense well uh, up there in, in Ames, Iowa. Um, Again, he, he, he has some games where he kind of, you know, two, three catches here and there. But I think Iowa State will be better this year. Of course, the offense is going to run through Brees Hall. And they're going to play action pass to this guy right here. They're going to play action pass to him. I understand Xavier Hutchinson is there, but I think this guy is more of a threat the way they scheme him into the offense than Xavier Hutchinson. Number eight, I've got Isaiah Rex. I've got Isaiah Rex. He's stepping up in place of Bushman. He had a great season last year. Mm. BYU tight end steps in again for Matt Bushman last last year, Matt Bushman got injured. Did no slack, no sweat. Guy stepped right in. Um, he's got a new quarterback this year. Yes. So Zach Wilson's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But they've got Jalen Hall. Uh, 
Jaron Hall, Jaron Hall, yeah, Jaron Hall. I like Jaron Hall, Orange. I like him. Hmm. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. I remember he stepped in a couple years ago when Zach Wilson and Gunnar Romney went down. He was the third guy. Then hmm. he was the third guy then, but this guy uh has seemed to surpassed Gunnar Romney as he was named the starter. Jaron Hall, that is, was named the starter just a couple days ago. Right. This guy, Isaiah Rex, man, 6'6, 247. Uh, of course, their schedule is different this year. They've got P5 teams on their schedule this year, didn't have a <laughs> single P5 team on their schedule last year. But right. last year, this guy lit it up, completely lit it up last year. I mean, he was the guy. He was the man last year. And so I think he's an excellent tight end. Number nine, we've got Isaiah Likely, Grayson McCall's second favorite target outside of Haley. Isaiah Likely, man, he they use him as a wide receiver sometimes, man. But, uh, I mean, if this is your tight end, you want that. Right. You want them using him like that. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Oh, yeah. Because because it's not just – he's not just got his hand in the dirt coming off the line. No, this guy is out there running freaking routes. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This guy is out there running freaking routes. Um, he's a 6'4", 245. Uh, last year, again, a couple great games, a couple big games he had last year. Grayson McCall's looking for him. He had a couple games where he disappeared also. But uh, I think he's going to be more of a focal point of that offense this year as Grayson McCall is really growing as a quarterback. Number mm-hmm. 10, last guy on my list. I really like this guy. I think the quarterback change, the transfer, Charlie Brewer helped this guy, helps this guy. Brad Cuthy. Oh, I'm yeah. Tall. I really like this guy. I like this guy. I agree. Yes. I'm going to tear it up this year out there in Utah. Yes. He's a he's a wonderful option out there. Little on the smaller side of where his tight ends are concerned, but the guy had a great season last year. Mm-hmm. Had a great season last year. Um, caught balls and multiple balls in every single game. Um, he needs to get in that end zone, though. He does need to get in that end zone. I think he'll get in that end zone a few times this year. I've got Brand Cooper from Utah at number ten. That's I like it. Top ten wide uh, tight ends. Top ten tight ends right there. Boom! Knocked it out in what about ten minutes? That's good. Oh, like it. Ready, man. Top ten defenses. Top ten defenses. This is streaming defenses for week one. Um, a lot of y'all might agree with me, disagree with me, with whatever. Um, Either way, these, these defenses should put up some nice fantasy points for you. Number one, I got Utah against Weber State. Um, you know, Utah come out every year, have a good defense. Weber State, I mean, you can only put up 18 points against UC Davis. You know, uh, only only 19 points against Southern Utah. You, you know, you don't, you're probably ain't going to do nothing against, you, <laughs> against your Utah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, I got Pitt against UMass. UMass offense stink. Yes, sir. I love this matchup. Stink. They stink. If you got an opportunity to grab uh, Pitt as your as your defense for week one, grab them, snatch them up. They they gonna hook you up. Uh, number three, I got Virginia against William and Mary. William and Mary. William and Mary gonna get shut out against Virginia. 
Um, <laughs> number four, I got TCU versus Duquesne. Duquesne. Uh, oh, my goodness. You like that one, don't you? I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Um, I'm looking for him to uh, looking for him at least give me at least thirty or more, at least thirty fantasy points or more. Uh, number five, Oklahoma State versus Missouri State. Oh, you shut them out last year. They scored nothing against OU in their last year's game. Oklahoma State gonna have a way better defense this year. I think they probably have a shutout as well. Number six, I got Washington versus Montana. Washington always have seem to have a pretty decent defense. Um, you know, you got these big P five, you know, teams playing against these little bitty, <laughs> little bitty small teams coming in there. Man, they should just be overpowered and um, <laughs> you know, just dominate them. Just dominate number seven. Overpowered. overpowered, overpowered. Number seven, I got San Diego State versus New Mexico State. Mexico State, another one of them teams just stink. I they like just stink. That one. They just that's, think. that's a nice one. That's an under the radar one. Yes, right yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> Probably one of the best defenses in the Mount West. Yes, best defense in the Mount West. Yes. The best in the Mount West. I like that. The best I rolled defense. with them a lot last year. Right, right. Um, I got them at number seven, number eight. Uh, believe it or not, I I like Oklahoma against Tulane. I I, I told uh, Farnsworth earlier this week. I said I think this year, if I had an opportunity to play OU's defense, I think this will be the year that I would choose to play their defense because, you know, in the past, they would burn you in the past, you know, games here. I think this they year. burned me last year. That's <laughs> <laughs> just they did. <laughs> I think this is the year, man. You, If you want to use them, I think this is the year you would be able to use Oklahoma's defense. I think they're going to – they might give up maybe three, seven points against Tulane, but I think they're going to dominate them. Uh, number nine – I think Cincinnati versus Miami of Ohio. I think Cincinnati is going to have a really, really, really good defense this year. They have a bunch of returners uh, coming back. I think they're going to make some noise. So um, you know, I think they're going to let – and it's going to be tough for Miami of Ohio to score. And lastly, but not least, I got UAB versus Jacksonville State. UAB like always have a pretty decent defense. And uh, – I think, uh, yeah, I think they're gonna be. Uh, they're gonna. They, they should provide you with some uh, some pretty decent fantasy points. Week one against Jacksonville State. I know I ran through that pretty quickly. I'm gonna go over it one more time, real fast. Number one, Utah versus Weber State. Number two, Pittsburgh versus UMass. Number three, Virginia versus William and Mary. Number four, TCU versus Duquesne. Number five. Oklahoma State versus Missouri State. Number six, Washington versus Montana. Number seven, San Diego State versus New Mexico State. Number eight, Oklahoma versus Tulane. Number nine, Cincinnati versus Miami of Ohio. And number 10, UAB versus Jacksonville State. I love it. That was excellent. I love it. I want all of them. <laughs> I know, right? I'm telling you, I want to go get pit, man, against you, man. I keep telling you that. I know. I know. I, I've got right now, as as it currently is, I've got Oklahoma State. They're so gonna hook I, you up. I, I may talk myself out of them, 
But then again, the UAB game against Jacksonville State, that looks good, too. That looks good. I know. I know. San Diego State, New Mexico State. Look. Man, that looks good, man. That looks good. But I really want that pit UMass. Yes, they're going to shut them out. Ooh, they're going to shut them out. I think UMass scored, like, what is it, seven points in two games or something like that? It was, it was horrible. It's, it's a horrible team. It's horrible. They hor- Yeah, I guess some horrible. Oh, my God. Matter of fact, I, don't, I got to look that up real quick. <laughs> they, yeah. they horrible. Horrible One team beat that tail. Yes. Oh they, my they, goodness. They, they got shut out a couple games last year. Here we Mexico go. State during the spring that was getting beat by horrible teams. New Mexico State was. But yeah, UMass last year. UMass. Look at this. They played. Yeah, they got shut out a couple games, didn't they? Yeah, shut out. 41 nothing. Got beat 51 10, got beat 24 to 2, and then got beat 45 nothing. Listen, man. 12 stink. points in four games. 12 points in four games. You man, messed I, mean, I may talk myself into it. <laughs> <laughs> talk myself into it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the twins sitting here. They bombarded me. They're eating goldfish. Uh oh. Say, so you man stink. You man <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, that is this. Uh, we're 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 done. We're done. That is this week's episode. We've got your top twenty-five wide receivers. We got your top ten potential breakout players. Well, we got your ten breakout players. We got your ten sleepers. We got your top ten tight ends and top ten streaming defenses. So much content. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. We're going to try to get you consistency every single week like we did in season one back in 2019. We'll have a lot more to talk about. It's just finding that time to do it. Yes. But until then, we are out. We out.